Okay, so gently bringing yourself back from the meditation. We're now moving into a period of kind of integrating and gathering up the threads of our five sessions together. And I just want to offer a few um, words about mindfulness of the body, kind of this this uh, adventure or journey that we've been on, some of the uh, milestones that there were along the way. So um, in this uh, sutta, the Buddha is describing many different ways that we can um, encounter our body in a sense. And he talks about uh, deconstructing the conceptual way that we see the body through mindfulness of the breath, focusing just on this energetic exchange, through um, being aware of the body as parts, as elements, you know, different ways of conceiving it. And yet it's right there at the beginning, it's not only about altered perception, but we're also meant to be mindful in all of our ordinary activities. You know, know which of the four postures you're in. Well, you've now tried all of them in a meditative sense, but we use them all throughout the day. And also the general activities that we're doing, being aware of chopping um, the carrots or more simply extending the arm or bringing it back, being aware while talking being aware while eating, all these things. Um, So he's asking us to see the body as a vehicle uh, through through our life that is with us much of the time, and, and we may not be aware of that all the time. And then he moves, you know, with this kind of basis of seeing the body a little bit more flexibly and a little bit more continually, Uh, we can use the body as a basis for some mental states that are quite beautiful. So elevating the mind into the jhanas, for example, uh, concentration states or cultivation of samadhi. Um, So the body somehow ties directly to the mind. And through the, you know, the the progress of this, um, we uh, deepen our connection to um, various truths such as impermanence and also uh, not self, understanding that this body is really composed of things that are not us fundamentally. And so there's um, uh, there's a cultivation of the mind through the body. And then this brings various tangible benefits, um, some of them quite every day, you know, the ability to be with cold and heat, hunger and thirst, you know, the basic things that body is always going through every day, all these things we have to keep doing to it, we become somehow more easeful about all of that. And also the ability to tolerate um, uh, various mental states, fear and dread and discontent and delight and harsh words from others, somehow the groundedness of the body container of the body is something that can help us manage that inherent vulnerability of having this body. And then um, from there, we can 
even realize uh, more deeply the the truths of the Four Noble Truths and all the way to awakening. So the body is a source of dukkha, of discontent, and yet um, it also carries within it the path and the possibility of awakening. So um, it's kind of a sweeping sutta, and I hope over these five sessions together we have um, realize that there's quite a lot of potential very close at hand. Uh, maybe our best teacher is closest to us, the one right here that, that we live in, in a sense. So uh, I spoke in very general terms because, of course, this practice is highly individual, and I would guess that there are as many different experiences of this sutta and these practices as there are people here. And so whatever it was for you, whatever it brought up or whatever it discoveries or challenges or surprises or irritations that came from looking at the body in all these different ways, celebrate them all. They're great. That was what was supposed to happen for you, whatever did. So here we are um, nearing the end of this together. And um, yeah, I think we'll just um, offer some verses perhaps that are related to um, Mindfulness of the body. So maybe we'll start with David on that. Yeah. Thank you, Kim, for sort of bringing things together there a bit. Um, there are many, many references throughout the uh, discourses that come down to us to mindfulness of the body. And it's, it's, its particular powers as sort of a central realm of our practice. And one that I've always loved is one from uh, one of the many awakening poems um, left to us by disciples of the Buddha. And this one says simply, it's too bad it's not a rainy day. I couldn't arrange that. (laughs) But uh, it says, the sky rains down like a beautiful song. This little hut is roofed and pleasant, sheltered from the wind. The mind is serene in the stillness of the body. So go ahead and rain sky, if you wish. Thank you, David. This idea of being secure in one's hut with the mindfulness of the body. Thank you very much. Maybe I'll just add, um, we didn't in this course talk a lot about uh, the corpse contemplations, the charnel ground contemplations, and maybe that's worthwhile of its own kind of like practice. So I'm just thinking with my co-teachers here, maybe that's something that we'll do in a future course is to um, consider that and how to practice with that. And a verse that I, I would like to offer, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, it, so uh, it's not a verse necessarily, it's a prose, and it's uh, within the Majjhima 119, the Kaya Gatasati Sutta. And it also stands alone in the Anguttara Nikaya. And it goes like this Even as one who encompasses with their mind the great ocean, includes thereby 
all the streams that run into the ocean. Just so, whoever develops and cultivates mindfulness directed to the body includes all wholesome qualities that pertain to true knowledge. Pointing that this practice can be a tremendous, incredible support all the way to awakening. Perhaps might even be the only practice with, with all its variations all the way to awakening. And Kim. So um, I would like to offer one also from the Awakening Poems. If the Buddha were to grant me one wish and I were to get what I wished for, I'd choose that the whole world be always mindful of the body. Thank you, Kim. And finally, um, and and pitch hitting for Ying, who uh, hopes to be back by the end, but but uh, may not be with us. She sent these verses also from an awakening poem. Um, this this the awakening poem of Ananda, or from the awakening poem of Ananda, the Buddha's kinsman and long time um, long time companion and supporter. And this this verse from that uh, awakening poem of Ananda says, this is after the death of the Buddha. When your friend has passed away, when your teacher is passed and gone, there's no friend like mindfulness directed to the body. Thank you, David. Okay, so beginning our closing here, just uh, wanted to express our gratitude and thanks. Excuse me. And Nancy uh, put in that one of you could share the verses offered. Um, Yes, so you'll receive a final email from us that will include these verses that we just shared as kind of maybe like capping verses for our time together. And maybe I'll say that what a pleasure it has been, these five courses. And today there was this, I, for me, I'll say this tenderness, this sweetness to practice together what we had been talking about and to explore these different postures and a deep bow to your practice and, of, and to the, our, this joining us on this adventure and of course i'd like to give a uh, deep bow to my co-teachers as well and uh, hand it over to david yeah sometimes uh as we conclude these courses uh people ask us or after we've uh, ended people ask us how they can support the Sati Center, these classes, these teachers that, that provide classes through the Sati Center. We like to just let people know that practicing generosity is part of the practice. We love the way 
we love sharing the Dharma freely and we love the way it exists and prospers and flourishes in this field of, of generosity. If you feel so moved and I hardly need to say it. We, we, we feel no obligation. We feel no um, uh, holding back and sharing the Dharma. We, we encourage no obligation uh, in, in giving freely to the Sati Center. But we'll provide in the email that Diana spoke of um, a link uh, to the Sati Center website. And uh, you can find pretty easily on the website a, a donate button. and there's an, a there's a a way to make make gifts of dana express practice generosity um, online there. Kim. Okay, so I want to just say a couple words about upcoming classes. Um, our next course will be uh, in April. Well, right at the end, it'll be. Two Saturdays, April 30th and May 7th, we're going to repeat, actually, a class that we did last year, which is the Entering the World of the Pali Canon class. So it's a kind of an introduction to this body of literature, although I suspect it might be slightly different than it was last time. We might spruce it up a little bit in some way. So even if you did it last year, you could do it again. But it's two Saturdays, and the classes are slightly longer, 8.30 to 10.30, two-hour sessions on those two Saturdays um, and this will this will be on the website and, and so forth coming up fairly soon and then um, we're going to do something really radical in August um, which is that we're going to have a class on Monday Wednesday and Friday <laughs> we've um, somehow gotten on this Tuesday Thursday Saturday thing and you know sometimes you just have to change things so August 8th, 10th, and 12th, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, we'll be teaching a course on DN3, which is the uh, Ambata Sutta in the Diga Nikaya, and you can read it in advance if you want, or just come for the adventure. So that's what's coming up in the in the near term. Um, so we're winding down then to the to the end, and Looks like Ying has not made it back yet. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so why don't we just gather our thoughts and good intentions together and um, remember that there are certain um, gestures in the, in the Buddhist tradition that are uh, done with the body and can express maybe something of our um, devotion, our sense of sincerity, and you know maybe what we've connected with in this practice. So I thought I would invite us to um, just together take one of your hands, maybe the right, and touch the earth down in front of you. This is a gesture that the Buddha did. You'll see it on Buddha Rupa's statues to connect himself into the entire cosmos you know of course the story is that mara was challenging him you know what right do you have to awaken and he touches the earth and you know declares that he does have this this right but for us i find even sometimes at the end of a meditation just reaching down and connecting with the earth feeling the way the body 
as earth, earth touching earth. And there's this sense of connection in the fireside chat. We had an allusion to the sense of oneness or um, non-separation. And the, the body uh, is actually a gateway to that, despite being our own little individual thing. So maybe just um, remembering that. And then as we bring our hands up, we can bow to each other, to this beautiful Sangha, those of us who have been together for these last couple of weeks to examine the body. This too is a, a gesture of the body, a simple bow, or sometimes we bow maybe before sitting. We can even put the head all the way down to the ground. So I encourage you to see your body as a vehicle for these expressions of the Dharma, of what's meaningful to you, what's on your heart, um, these ones or other ones. We're about to carry our bodies off into our lives, doing our usual daily things. And um, in what way is your body expressing the Dharma for you? So then, just in our last moments together, collecting our minds and dedicating the merit of our, of our time. So maybe closing the eyes, feeling the body sitting or whatever posture you're in, and just wishing well for the beings that we'll encounter, beings in bodies, maybe some beings don't have bodies, but just the sense that the goodness that we've cultivated be spread outward into the world, simple ways, touching those directly near us and rippling out farther than we can know. So may all beings connect to their bodies. May all beings feel at home where they are. May all beings find freedom and happiness internally. And may all beings find liberation for themselves and for the whole world. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everybody. And if you'd like to unmute and say goodbye with uh, full hearts. and Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. Everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, teachers. Thank you, teachers. Bye-bye. See you, everybody. Take care now. Thank you.